Nurse, scalpel. Scalpel. Clamp. Clamp. Uh, oh, damn it. Damn it, man. More anesthesia. More anesthesia. We don't have anything left, Doc. Then turn on the local news, man. Turn on the news. And a little kid said he liked the word rocket. And a little girl said, that rhymes with my locket. Well, within 90 seconds, we came up with, I had a sprocket in my pocket. I locked it in my locket. Doc, you're a genius. Works every time. If you can't sleep, watch the local television news. If you want the real news, it's the No BS News Hour with Charlie Ledeff. got the news we got the left on the run we got the right on the run and we're right downtown in the center of detroit from our new incomplete undisclosed location studio yeah when these boneheads i work with don't even know how to press play <laughs> this is a mess it's the penthouse charlie you move from the lower level to the penthouse how are you karen dear uh, I'm okay, hanging in here. I know you you're know, gonna after two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about these boneheads. It's taking a pay cut. I'm telling. I know those people are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you are. <laughs> All right, we got to get to it, so because you got to get out of here. But uh, listen, let me yep. just say, uh, the new unchristened hangout spot is brought to you by Luke Nowacki. Who reminds you overreaction is not a strategy for the long-term investor neither is burying your head in the sand and hoping it all turns out for the best call my friend luke nowacki at pinnacle wealth 248-663-4748 rational financial advice in irrational times luke nowacki pinnacle wealth 248-663-4748 how's that good right all right, let's get it now. Coming, What's that, Karen? Put your lips closer to the thing. The recession is coming. Oh, no, oh, man. Man, if it's not already here. You can't hear me? No, no we no. could hear you. We the recession's already here. I, that's what I don't oh. want to hear. Yeah, we didn't like what you oh, said. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear that. Okay, I won't say it. All right, let's get this on the right. There be Tudor Dixon, the Republican challenger for governor, head in the polls. Maybe tied in the polls, depends which poll you're talking about. I don't even trust polls anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. But she's getting shelled by the East Coast liberal elite media because she appeared on this show last week saying that she does not believe that 14-year-old rape victims should have access to abortion. And they are, it's going nuts. Right? However, Dixon's people call me and say they do not dispute that she said that, but said that our edit may have made her appear callous. Now, you all know you record, every, you know, it's broadcast media, and you edit it for concision and speed. So they asked us if they could have our tape. They were welcome to tape. They didn't tape. Should always remember to do your own tape. We don't give our tape to political camps, and we don't give our tape to law enforcement authorities without a subpoena. That's the way it is. But we're open, we're no bullshit, and man, this thing's on fire. So we decide we're gonna do it. What are we gonna play first? The unedited? Unedited, yeah. The unedited 
tape of the conversation of this 14-year-old, that little bit of it, and then we're going to play the edited version that we put out there that whoever's on the East Coast putting the tweet together used. And they edited it too, by the way. But why don't we play the first one and see what she said. The question would be like a 14-year-old who, let's say, is a victim of abuse by an uncle. Yeah. You're, 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 saying, you're saying carry that. No, perfect example. The way that this could be set up is you're protecting that that guy, and we've got to get those guys in jail. That, that's something because else, look, and I agree. No, 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 in no, fact, no. that guy should be hung, but Because we've should, got this new telemedicine abortion situation, well, that which happened guy, hold in this on, area. No, no, there's not a debate, because I'm there with you, right here, having lunch. <laughs> 14 years old, she's four months pregnant, some fuck hauled her into an alley or walked into her bedroom. You expect her to carry that thing? Do you, okay. Yes or no? But I will listen to but yes or no and then give me the answer. Because I know people who are the product. I, I, life is a life for me. That's how it is. Okay. That is for me. That's my feeling. That's that's fair. You heard it. No, no exception except the health of the mother. That's the raw version, correct? Yes. That's not a syllable taken out of it. And here's what we posted that's now again being re-edited and sent around the country let's play that a 14 year old who let's say is a victim of abuse by an uncle yeah you, you're, perfect you're saying, example you're saying, carry that do you okay yes or no but i will listen to but yes or no and then give me because the answer. i know people who are the product I, I, life is a life for me that's how it is okay that is for me that's my feeling that's that's fair you heard it no no exception except the health of the mother Where's Karen? Let me put it up on my yeah, screen here. Let's see I'm, I'm right here. Yeah, I don't think it made her sound callous. I mean, I think she made it clear um, that she was against abortion, uh, even under those circumstances, for that particular. It, I don't see any difference. So I don't see how anything could have taken been taken out of context. If she's being criticized, she's being criticized for her position and not that presentation. Hmm. You agree with that, Mark? Because this is unrehearsed, by the way. We. I thought it was fair. You reset the question. I mean, after seeing what was cut out, that wasn't the question you were going at. It wasn't about the perpetrator. It was about... It wasn't know. about some telemedical something. It wasn't I about stopped it. it cold in his track. And, and that's not an option, Charlie. I don't, you can't... That's not an option. That is not an option. So that's political speak. So yeah, Mark, uh, Charlie, you know, clarified the question, but her position didn't change. I mean, it didn't. I mean, is there anything to be gained by trying to find, like, well, the clip made me sound pretty harsh. Her demeanor didn't change. Charlie, her demeanor didn't change. You know, I mean, she wouldn't sound, so no. I mean, you can't, her being callous to me would have had an indication of, of not just what she said, but how she said it. Her demeanor, her tone, her texture, they were consistent. I mean, in, in the edited and the unedited version. So no, I disagree with that. Well, let me say this then to Miss Dixon, her camp, her supporters. I don't know. I stand by that. If you feel our edit made you appear callous or slightly off topic, we apologize. I don't think we have anything to apologize for, but if that's how you feel, you have my apology. But the fact remains, madam, you believe a 14-year-old who's raped by her uncle should have to carry the baby and you need to own that. That's what this is all about. There's a lot of people that support you because of that position. But I wouldn't start playing slippery mm. my first steps into the limelight. You knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. 
you had to know this was coming. Yeah, and now they're both out there, so everyone can decide. Uh, Karen, you, like, woman, very fine yes. and excellent woman, had a huge political career. You have a media career. What, if this, if this was you, what, what would, how would you handle it? Would you well, be calling I mean, me going, all, give me the tape? <laughs> no, you can't do that. And people do that all the time, Charlie. They get upset or disappointed when they find themselves either saying something uh, that they either didn't want to say, didn't mean to say, or are being criticized for what they said. And I think that that's the issue. I don't think that it changes her position. I just don't think that maybe she's cut out for the criticism that she is receiving for that. If she's very, if she's staunch in that position, then she's got to be able to take, you know, the pokes and the prods for those who disagree with that position, including me. I don't agree with that. Oh, take it from the queen of the scene. Seriously, that, that. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's going to be bigger shots. That's, that's big people politics you're talking about. That's the issue we deal with now. Everybody wants to be soft. If you're in a public, if you're in a public arena, you take applause and you take criticism and you shouldn't buy into either. But you should stay steadfast on whatever it is that you believe. Be sincere in that and be willing to stand up for it. You can't buckle under every time somebody criticizes you. I mean, I think it's a poor position to assume, but I respect it, even though I disagree with it. So she has to stand up for it and keep going. You can't. That, that's a waste of time. She's got a, you know, she's running for governor or she's running for class president. I mean, so. Wow. Know, so take up. that. That's, yeah, suck it up. That's all right. And you know, um, it's an electric issue. Roe v. Wade just got overturned. And so know what you're saying. There's nothing wrong with that. Karen, do you got to jump? Yes, I do, Charlie. You guys hold it down uh, and I will see you. <laughs> okay. We were just about to mansplain abortion. <laughs> Well, you guys go right ahead, and if, in fact, you say something wrong, then let's see the edited and the unedited version, and then I'll explain it. <laughs> I love you dearly. See you later. I love you guys back. See ya. Bye. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> All right, let me mansplain abortion to you, okay? Let's start with this. As a young man who attended the campuses of Ann Arbor and Berkeley, California, very liberal, I was reminded over and over that abortion was none of my business. A man had no say in matters of reproduction. Few people asked my opinion and I rarely gave it. Roe v. Wade had already settled it. But now the U.S. Supreme Court says it is my business. And volunteers funded by the ACLU, whom I know, and Planned Parenthood, whom I don't, came knocking at my door and car windows this summer over and over asking for my signature for a ballot proposal that seeks to enshrine abortion rights into the state constitution. The proposal garnered the most signatures ever for a ballot proposal in Michigan. Still, I'm not sure what's really in it. I can't tell through the foggy language, and I'm not sure most Michiganians do. It reads like an infrastructure bill cooked up in a smoke-filled back room. When I contact the ACLU, whom I know, or Planned Parenthood, whom I don't, the backers of this proposal, I get the stiff. And that's too bad. I'm trying to make an intelligent choice for my unborn granddaughters too. I might be pro-life in my home, but I am pro-choice for people in their homes and their bodies to a point. If the referendum fails, Michigan reverts to the old draconian law of 1931, in my opinion, that bans abortions in all cases 
except for the life of the mother. Doctors who performed the procedure would not be sent to prison. I'm not for that, nor are most Michiganians if the polls are to be believed. But this referendum, it appears, swings things in the complete and opposite direction. I'm going to say this right now. Currently, the law says in Michigan, you may have an abortion up to viability, which is 24 to 28 weeks. That's about five and a half months. Okay. You can't have partial birth abortions. You can't use the vacuuming procedure. Parents need to be notified about their kids. That's what it is. I don't hear a lot of people complaining. I grew up here. I don't hear it. But that's not what they're offering you. That, that central thing. Here's what they offer you. Its language says that even though the state may regulate abortion after fetal viability, it cannot ban the abortion if the fetus endangers the life or physical or mental health of the pregnant individual. It doesn't even say woman. It says individual. So does this mean a woman feeling depressed or anxious about the prospects of raising a child has the right to abort it at eight and a half months? Meanwhile, fetal viability is given no specific time marker in the referendum's language. Does viability begin at 24 weeks, five and a half months, as medical professionals commonly agree? Is it six months, marking the start of the third trimester, as Roe laid out? It doesn't say. Citizens should know this before they vote, or this could play out for decades in the courts. We have a chance to settle it. The referendum defines fetal viability as this, and I quote, the point in pregnancy when in the professional judgment of an attending healthcare professional, there is a significant likelihood of the fetus's sustained survival outside the uterus without the application of extraordinary medical measures, unquote. So what does that mean? What is a healthcare professional? A doctor? A dentist? A doula? A chiropractor? When is there the likelihood of sustained survival? What constitutes extraordinary medical measures? Is that an incubator? The proposal doesn't say. If we are proposing an eternal amendment to the Constitution, where is the language about notifying parents that their child is seeking an abortion? My dentist won't remove my child's wisdom teeth without my written consent. And a dentist is a licensed doctor. Would the referendum, should it become law, make it legal that my underage daughter can get an abortion from a dentist or some other un undefined healthcare professional without my knowledge? What if something goes wrong? Would the dentist or the doula be held accountable? I don't think it reads as such in this legislation. It appears we now have two extreme choices here, all or nothing. As repressive as the 1931 law is, at least its language is clear. Those who drafted the Michigan Right to Life Reproductive Freedom proposal need to come into the light before the November election and tell us what they're really after. I doubt they will. If this proposal says what I think it does, I'm not wholly convinced the majority of citizens would accept it. And where would that leave us? Probably with more questions. That's where it would leave us. We'll be fighting it eternally. Yeah. I th me, the center, centrist, mm -hmm. believes that this language 
was we're going to enshrine how we have it now, right? That that means partial birth abortions. That means part of the baby's coming out. That's not law. Yeah. Right. Most people are not for that. I don't. I've spoken to a lot of women because yeah. look, it's like. Uh, I told you, I went to Berkeley, I went to Ann Arbor, you know, I learned young, what young women were telling me, hey dude, you know, stay out of it. And I tried to, but now, now you're required to ask me and I'm, I'm gonna speak up. Yeah. And I'm not a hater, I, I believe. You should have a right to choose, you know. I. Well, in a proposal too, you should be able to ask questions and be able to get them answered too. Please. And every time I read something in the media, you know what I mean? It, it just glosses over all of it. Yeah. <laughs> well. And that's well, not doing. What do you expect? It's not doing any of us any good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you unwind something for 50 years, there's going to be more questions, and now you're trying to add a new one that's going to be more questions mm-hmm. and more questions and more lawsuits, and then eventually a Supreme Court, be it Michigan. You see how loaded this shit is? Oh, I know. Okay. It's, it's nasty. Like they can't complain about what they're, gonna, what, they're, what they're looking for. Yeah. And then you got Tudor Dixon trying to backpedal and find some soft suds. Like you made me <laughs> seem a little suds. harsh there with that edit. No, it's the position that they took issue, issue with. Issue with, yep. You this got is it. what's going on. Yeah. And if we're all just going to bullshit our way through this society, we're not going to have one. Yeah. Oh. I'm a reasonable man. I agree. Yeah. What a mess. What's this yes man over What here? a mess. No, I'm not yeah, angry. I, well, no, if I agree with you, I'm a yes man. If I don't, then I'll let you know. Great but, I, but there's a lot of questions there. Okay, now, the news from the left. <laughs> Where is Tracy Kornack, the treasurer for the Democratic Party of Michigan? Stop fucking around back there. Where are you? <laughs> I brought it to light last week that there's some questionable billing that you were putting to the insurance company of a brain-damaged elderly woman living in a nursing home that you have power of attorney over. You said your daughter worked for the nursing home. You said your daughter worked all these hours. You used the nursing home's tab. I'm not even going to go through it. What I'm Mm -hmm. going to say is this. Now I'm getting text messages. Okay, I forget. Watch this. Our stories are now in the Washington Post Mm -hmm. about Tudor Dixon and the Huffington Post, real liberal places. This story goes on Fox News with Tucker (laughs) Carlson. I mean, if that's not middle of the road, bro, you know, the stories (laughs) exclusively were offered you. Share, share, share. Go to Facebook. I mean, go to YouTube. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, do all that. You know, download wherever you get your iPad. Turn on notifications. Thank you. Yes, hit the little bell. Oh, hold on. Hey, Red, uh, did did you go to the police academy? Hurry up, man. Yeah. The K9 Dog Academy. Yeah. Hurry up, get in here quick, man. Run, Hurry up. Run. He's so going to trip. Brother. He's going to trip over something. Oh, he is. <laughs> okay, listen. Dude, come here, come here. Did you go to the, the K9 Police Academy? I sure did. Did you get attacked by a dog? I sure the hell did. And right. here's the souvenir to prove All it. All right, we'll Ooh. see you next week, right. bro. <laughs> That's a good tease for next week. News working for you. <laughs> This ain't news you fall asleep to. Oh, yeah. Did you scream like a bitch? I sure the fuck did. Hey, we can't think of shit. Why don't you get chewed up by a fucking police dog? I'll do it. Beats working. Did you smoke weed before you went out there? I wish I had them. All right, but anyway... This should give you the update. Now now we're on Tucker Carlson taking a 
now that's the conservatives taking a look at the liberals like the liberals are taking a, a look at the conservative let's roll the tape investigative reporter charlie leduff just reported on a troubling story out of michigan Tracy Kornack, the treasurer of the state Democratic Party there and a close friend of the current governor, Gretchen Whitmer, is accused of trying to defraud a brain-damaged elderly woman in a nursing home. Charlie Duff is on this. He's a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, host of the No BS News Hour with Charlie Duff, which indeed has no BS in it. He joins us tonight. Charlie, what, as usual, you know, you're the only person working in the media in Michigan anymore. Tell us the outlines of the story, if you would. Okay, real simple. Uh, Kornack, it appears her daughter is giving care to this brain damaged woman. The insurance company only wants to pay her 12 bucks because she's a babysitter, not a health professional. So to get the $30 an hour, Kornack concocted some invoices. She took the nurse's home's tax ID. She told the insurance company that her daughter was hired by the nursing home and they used timesheets from another healthcare provider. Put it all together and about $50,000 was billed. The check comes into the nursing home and I have the text. The, the nursing home says, what's the meaning of this? She goes, like, just cash it. I'll give you 10%. That's that. Well, that, I mean, that's, you know, I'm assuming what you're saying is true. You say you have the documents that prove yes. it. How can she continue to be the treasurer for the Democratic Party? That's funny because the Democrats haven't called me back. I've given them good time. Now, the attorney general tells me they're looking into it. So, Madam Tucker and I... We like to help our public officials do a good job. So I'm going to whisper to you, subpoena the text messages, the emails, the, the electronic login, because your daughter's name doesn't appear like she ever logged in. And that bank check that was cut and sent over state lines, I think that has some legal ramifications. But I doubt it, Tucker, because Karnak was on the transition team of Nestle. Karnak was the campaign manager of uh, Michigan Supreme Court Justice uh, Bridget McCormick. Very powerful. It couldn't come at a worse time because they're trying to make us forget how they manhandled and abused and ignored the nursing homes. And now you got this. Wait, so Nestle will be Dana Nestle, that's the attorney general, the highly partisan attorney general of Michigan. This woman who Nestle says she's looking into was on Nestle's transition team? Indeed. And I should note that when all this hinky dinky stuff was going on with the insurance, the woman was five months behind on a room and board and Karnak has power of attorney over her life. Just, you know what I mean? It, like they're I not do. paying her commissary, her room and board. It's freaking outrageous and it's time for you to go because if you don't, I'm gonna put all the stuff online. You know I'm not a poster boy Republican, right man? We know that. I get along <laughs> with you, you get along with me. I just want what's right and I want all the people in Heather Hills nursing home, shout out, we care about you. You're not forgotten. There was a time when local media behaved a lot like Charlie Duff behaves, keeping people in check through reporting. Uh, but you're the last one in your state. I appreciate you coming on. Nobody tonight. followed Duff. up. Thanks, man. No, thank you. Before all the media gets mad at me, he said that, not me. <laughs> I, I know there's some hard work people out there, and God bless you. But it is true. Look, yeah. somebody got to look out for the old people. Gray lives matter. They do. We got mm -hmm. nothing. Nestle refuses to even investigate what happened. She goes in front of the Nursing Home Association, the lobbying mm -hmm. group, and is her keynote speaker telling them she's sick of hearing nothing went wrong. Yeah, and they got zero response because they know. This is, come on now. Yeah. Hey, Cornette, come out of your badger hole. Explain yourself. Where's the Democratic Party?
because awfully quiet on this. I will put yeah. all that stuff on it. There's more. I got more. I, I could write this every week. Well, the more quiet you are, the more guilty people seem. I, I don't know about guilt or anything like that, but you know what? Well, just uh, silence makes it appear that way. I, I, don't, I don't know about any of the people. Okay. You know, I'm saying, you nervous? Yeah. Come out and explain yourself. Yeah. Because once you explain yourself, there's many documents here. It's pretty obvious what the insurance company thought of you, right? Mm -hmm. What everybody involved was thinking you were doing. And so somebody going to come out. I put it, I even waited. He, a Tucker wanted me to come out last week. Yeah. I go, I don't think that would be fair. I think they need some time to digest this, look into it. Not just because LaDuff put something in the paper. Yeah. Look into it. And, the, and did they in that week? The, the attorney no. general says they're looking into it. I know the feds are making calls. Okay, if you, if you guys want to go through the election with this, I'm more than happy to, because mm -hmm. get ready. COVID's an issue. You're not making it go away. Those nursing homes are an issue. You're not making them go away. Right? Mm-hmm. Got to look out for the old people. Is there is there anybody looking out for the old people? Oh, your, your game's off today. It's must, my, I know must it's be the, the new, new environment it's with the cheesy. I'm like, used to my little tosses and I'm used to my little troll cave. I agree with that. <laughs> Took him out of his element. He's he's afraid. He's out of the suburbs. And I'm not afraid. It's he's just, like mm. he's busy a lot looking, going on. He's busy doing this in the corner. Going, mm, mm, that's, <laughs> that's right. What about people looking out for old people? I tell you, who's looking out for old who's people? looking out for old people? Uh, Charlie? Nice. <laughs> we'll fix that in post. No. Legacy Partners Insurance. Okay, if you turn turning 65 this year and you're tired of all the telemarketing calls wanting to put you into a Medicare plan or your parents, that's illegal. They're not allowed to call you, right? You call them. Are you uh, concerned and confused that you may be penalized if you don't act now? Because yeah. you probably will. I am. Right? I would be. Don't worry because I've got an answer. It's Legacy Partners Insurance. They're local right here in Michigan and have been a trusted insurance source since 1919. You go I use them for my home and auto. They hmm. save me a lot of money. So hmm, if you're not old and you want to do home and auto. Hmm. So we actually use these companies? Yeah. Hmm. No, they were super simple too. Hmm. You know what? I met with them a lot. They're good, good, good dudes. Well, I yeah. want to understand this yeah. and uh, the process seniors go through when they're trying to enroll in Medicare and you have to. And it can be overwhelming uh, if you try to do so alone and if you're already on Medicare, there's only a window mm -hmm. to change prescriptions, your doctor, and if you don't do it in the window, you're stuck. It's a lot to deal with. They'll come to your house. You call 586-209-4106. I called for my mom. You can call for your mom or your mom call for herself. They'll call her back that same day. If they don't call her back that same day, you call me. I'll make sure you get the call, but they will. They'll drive, they'll drive to your house. They'll walk you through it. Look. They're free, and they'll help you find the best plan, and that's that. Will they come down here and help me with audio and video? Oh, God, and your delivery? <laughs> oh, yes, it was. Who will what, the, I need help in my delivery? for six years? Charlie. <laughs> and you, Jesus hippie over here. Man. I'm just trying to keep things moving. All right. So, Kevin Rinke, he's running for governor, right? He's neck and neck with Tudor Dixon. Okay, we sat with her last week, and poof. Hmm. That's on fire. <laughs> well, stick with this one. Kevin Rinky, right? He talk, I think he feels funny about being rich. He's got something to say about gun control. Yeah, he does. And abortion. But first, I, I got to dog him about all these bullshit commercials he's running, right? So <laughs> yeah. we sat down with Kevin. Uh, this is brought to you by ADR, our guest 
Lunches brought to you by ADR, experiencing more than $250 million in private and public construction projects since 2001, which is ironic because we're right below the non-existent Gilbert skyscraper <laughs> where we're having these lunches at the downtown Coney Island. Uh, ADR competent, reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. ADR has saved clients millions. It's a nice number, millions. ADR consultants are experts in procurement, government compliance, and information technology. ADR, honest, ethical, smart. Call Barry Ellen Tuck at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. And without any further ado, Kevin Rinky. I All right, joining us today, Kevin Rinky. He's a uh, he must be your governor, must be your Republican governor. And before we get going, the Saldano and and Kelly, I told you I have you on, but you got to call me. When you call me, we make room. Anyway, thanks for coming out. So let's get right to it. You bet. I only know you from commercials. You're spending a lot of money on commercials. First time we met, I only know you that way. So let's introduce you through the commercials. Now we're gonna look at one, and Byron, you're gonna post it for the listener and the viewer. So let's you and I just start with this. We've seen it before. Establishment Republicans like Tudor Dixon, who say anything to win President Trump's support, then betray him when it matters most. Yep, that's Tudor Dixon. She claims to be for Trump, but she's been endorsed by the rhino establishment's leading never-Trumpers. Worse, Tudor Dixon is bankrolled by anti-Trump billionaires who try to illegally remove Trump from office. You can't trust rhinos who betray President Trump. You can't trust Tudor Dixon. Okay. Yep. In that commercial, now you're spending a million a week. You promised you were going to spend your spending. Finally spending. We'll get to that in a minute. In that commercial, Donald Trump is mentioned six times. Tudor Dixon's mentioned four times. And you're not mentioned at all. Who put that together? Do you think you got your money's worth? It didn't say Kevin Rinky. It wasn't about saying Kevin Rinky. It was about pointing out the hypocrisy that politicians present. And, and Tudor, since she started her campaign, has based it on getting Donald Trump's endorsement. True. But if you look at without the divorces, Tudor wouldn't even be in the campaign. She was unable to raise money, and she got in over a year before I did. She was unable to raise money. She wouldn't have qualified for the Mackinac debate had not they kicked out five people and changed the rules to then allow her to be in the Mackinac debate. Um, this is an establishment family that has picked a candidate that they can control. And look, my policies are going to be like Trump's. And I voted for Donald Trump twice. I'm proud of that. I'd like to earn his endorsement at the proper time. But I'll be damned if I'm going to sit back and watch somebody who takes money from the people that wanted to kick him out of office or didn't support him and then plays up to him for an endorsement. And I think that that's money well spent. Some people call it an attack ad. I call it a fact ad. So you, you made that ad for Donald Trump. Absolutely. I, I know you sent it to Donald Trump. Absolutely I did. And so you're going like this. I'm not crossing my fingers. You know what? I don't cross fingers. At the end of the day, that man's going to do what he wants to do. And that's his choice. But at least I want people telling him the truth 
Just like I want people talking to me truthfully, not blowing smoke where smoke isn't supposed to be blown. Now, you voted for Donald Trump twice. Yep. I voted for Ronald Reagan once. And the Gipper, who used to be a Democrat, by the way. Right. I'm sure you like him. He should be on Mount Rushmore. I love the guy. Yeah, he used to be a Democrat. He's like me. He's middle of the road. Okay. He said, the 11th commandment is thou shall not attack another Republican. Yeah, he did. He's dead. We're, we're living in a society that, am I attacking Tudor Dixon by laying out irrefutable facts? No. Just, so, I was but, just but saying, the press like, calls what? it an attack. I want to know who you are. It, it, just, yeah, well, of course they do. That's yeah. Right. And, and you know what? Press are bums. I want to hold Gretchen Whitmer to facts. Why wasn't it about Gretchen Whitmer? Well, I do. And the other ads that are running are all about Gretchen Whitmer. And you can look on TV and you're going to see look. those too. Oh, we're going to look. And so I want to go to the people of Michigan and talk about the facts. And I have a vision for Michigan that is much better than what we're receiving Which we're going to do later. So don't you start okay. doing that well, political, get that my now. talking point, have, have a bite. Yep, I'll, I'll have one. These are good. Time out for a coney. These it's are great. It's a hundred-year-old recipe. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. Place is clean, too. I'm the handyman here. Seriously. I believe you. Okay. When James Craig was royally screwing up with all of his fake signatures, and Perry Johnson, another rich man funding his own campaign, screwing up with his signatures. And Tudor Dixon was a nobody, didn't have any money. I was talking, you know, shop, and I'm like, why isn't Rinky putting his money in right now? Why are you waiting until now? If you would have done that then, dude, I think he'd be far away the front line. You didn't call though. You know, in life, life, it matters in, in politics. You know, it's in, time. in life, we can always look back. I respect the people of Michigan. They got to make a choice. And there's nothing in this for me unless I deliver for them. And then my return is the pride that I help people out. So it's and, an ego thing. That's why you want to be governor. No, it has nothing to do about ego. A little bit. Yeah, you know, I'm not just, going there, Charlie. A, a li- but it's... Why else do people do what they do? Because I'm a leader, okay? And my whole life, I have created an environment for people to be successful in. And I'm looking right now, and I'm saying, we've got a governor that's creating an environment for people to fail in. And it's hurting our state. It's hurting our families. Her decisions are directly attributable to mental health issues with our children, Educational issues with our kids, small businesses being decimated. Budget through the roof, all of that. It, it's crazy. And the people of Michigan need to know, and they got to decide. If they want to be like New York or California, that's their choice. But at the end of the day, I'm going to look in the mirror and know that I did everything I could to create a better environment for everyone in Michigan. Not just Republicans, not just Democrats. I can be a conservative, but as a leader, I understand that I've got to lead everybody. And I'm up to that task. And I will lead them with honor and integrity and transparency, unlike what we're accustomed to. Correct me if I'm wrong, a little bio of yours. You inherited your grandpa's car lot. You were born a rich kid. You gave $5,000 to Mitt Romney in 2012. Mm -hmm. He starts that commercial. You belong to the Detroit Athletic Club. Yeah. 
also Gross Point Yacht Club. Let, no, let's be perfectly clear. Well, I, I, get I, did, a, I, get I didn't a, inherit. I bought my family business. I paid for it. I've been accused on installments of having it given to me. I manned up and I bought it from your dad. Yeah, in pieces. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. My dad took off when I was four. Yep. I I'm just say, you well, know, but, but hang on. So I, I joined the Detroit Athletic Club. You're right. It was 400 bucks when I joined. Now it's 20 some thousand. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with joining the club. The Detroit no. Athletic Club is no different than a fitness club. What about the Birmingham Athletic Club? You, that one? you know what? My kids swam there. It, it's no big deal. Hey, look, I'm saying people that, have access to stuff. I'm not, not going to I'm not money shaming you. In fact, give him some pot. Yeah, thanks. I, I'm not going to. For blue collar guys, when we hear that background, we think you're the Republican establishment. Well, you know what? Well, I can't speak for all of us, but just me. My first job was scrubbing toilets, okay? And I learned how to scrub them well and picking up nuts and bolts. I can look anybody in the face and say, when I worked for my father, my father did not participate in supervising my work. I reported to our employees. I was trained by those employees. They made the decisions to compensate me. I earned a raise or I got fired by them. And my dad was good with it. Did I just strike a nerve? This sounds like Ted Nugent who didn't go to Nam. Well, you know, it, it's a funny thing. It's easy to try and poke at people's success, but very rarely, very rarely do successful people not have a story. So, yep, I've been successful. I'm proud of it. I've made some good decisions, made some bad ones. Are you establishment? No. Okay. I had, I just recall. As a businessman, you've been hit a lot of times with lawsuits. Like, Not uh, a lot of times. Okay. One time in my history. One time? Yes, sir. Did you settle it? Yes, sir. Was it over sexual harassment or racial? Uh, well, I, I was accused of, and here's the, here's the meat of it. And, one, why, it. and why do I ask? Because, you, you know, it, know, it's the, important if, you're gonna, if, the, if it's true, you can't take that up to the office in Lansing. I, I'm not embarrassed okay. to answer go your on, question, brother, Charlie. Go on, yeah. So let's look at it like this. In America, you can be accused of anything. Mm -hmm. All right? And instead of settling, and my insurance company wanted to settle, and I said, absolutely not. This isn't true. This isn't me. I'm going to fight. And I actually said to my insurance company, you settle, I'll sue you for defamation because it's not true. So what was the outcome? So what, I'm going to tell you the outcome. What did the suit have to do with and what was the outcome? I, I was accused of age discrimination, constructive discharge, and sexual harassment of two men and a woman. Okay. And it was fake then, it's fake now. But here's the outcome, and people really need to know. So after 39 depositions, we're getting ready to go to trial. And a court case costs anywhere from 100 to 200,000 bucks. It's expensive to go to court. Mm. They called me up and said, we'll settle. I said, really? How much? They said, here's the deal, they're attorney. If you give each one of the plaintiffs $5,000, they will agree to sign that over to me so I can get paid and we'll drop the case. And that's it. That's all that's in the history. That's done. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I didn't do deep digging like that's that. That's the only it. time in my life I had there. hundreds of thousands of employees and there were three that tried to get me for some money. And, and you know what? Again, was Clarence Thomas justly accused? I think not. Was Brett Kavanaugh justly accused? Character assassination is what people try and do to intimidate 
people who are successful to write a check in hopes that you quiet them down. I don't write checks when it's not true. Welcome to America, baby. There you go, baby. And speaking of which, we'll be back after these words from our sponsors. Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. Choosing between a 15 or 30 year mortgage can be difficult, which is why we offer the Modern Mortgage, a flexible term that's customized for you. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with us online at callhallfirst.com. I don't know why I'm in the desert in my underpants. I don't know why these wolves are following me, but I need sausage. The moon is high, the clubs are closed, and the beast needs to be fed. Sausage. I look in my fridge, oh my, what do I see? Sausage, a good wiener is hard to find, so make sure you treat it kind. Sausage. You may run with a pack, but everything ain't meant to be said. Sausage. No need to cross the desert. No need to cross eight miles. Who these wolves be? Get back, bitch. Sausage. Order a Coney kit directly to your door at AmericanConeyIsland.com. All right, so we're back. One last commercial. We'll get to some policy. We'll get out of here in 10 minutes. Right? Good luck with the debate tonight. Thank you. This is the famous zombie ad. Let's play that. Uh, you put it on for him at home, Byron? Yep. Okay, thanks, man. Here we go. Why is it that dead people always vote Democrat? I'm Kevin Rink. It's not surprising Gretchen Whitmer hasn't done a thing to fix voter fraud. As governor, I'll audit the voting rolls to ensure all voters are registered, identified, and alive. And I'll create an election integrity unit to investigate any hint of cheating. I'm Kevin Rink. And together, you and I can lay voter fraud to rest. Sorry, bud. Conservative outsider Kevin Rinke for governor. Where'd you find the zombie? At the athletic club? You know, it, it <laughs> took a while to find one. Hey, listen, you got that. <laughs> we had to dig him up. You guys got that from us. We're the one that found the dead guy. So if there's any more dead guys, point them out. You know, the beauty of that ad is CNN spent like eight minutes calling me a liar and misrepresenting and, and pushing forth the big lie. And then they concluded by saying, you know what? We've got record of dead Republicans voting too. And they completely miss the whole intent of the ad. Which is tongue in cheek. It's tongue in cheek. Okay? Are you really fucking around with tongue in cheek with the temperature going on in the country? About election integrity? Absolutely. And you're tongue in cheeking it? You know what? If you don't have a personality, you if you don't have a... I guess I am then, Charlie, because I happen to think that's a funny ad. I didn't want to pick on a real Democrat, so I didn't want to hurt their feeling. So I figured I'd pick on a dead one, and I hurt their feeling anyway. And they were looking to have their feelings hurt. The issue is election integrity. And we have now had three presidential elections where Democrats twice have accused the election of being stolen or mishandled. Yes, they have. We've had a Republican election where the the Republicans said it. 
We've had multiple Two. state elections. Watch, let me do it. Bush v. Gore, Hillary Clinton, right? And Donald, Donald Trump. J. Trump. I don't like what's going on. I don't like the, the leadership messing around with the underpinnings of a, a society governed by itself. It threatens our republic. It threatens and your the very foundation. Take, you didn't even give me credit for finding the dead guy? No. No, here's my own dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's... But election integrity was the key, and the issues that I spoke about in that ad resonate with the people of Michigan. I know, Why? brother, I know because I'm the guy that, I process more absentee ballots at TCF than anybody. Yeah. I got it as a job for guys like you to let you know what was going on. Mm -hmm. There were no 150,000 ballots in there. Are there mules? There have been, how do you think Kennedy won? How of do you course. look at Chicago? Of course, exactly. He won, Kennedy won the dead vote in Chicago. Absolutely. This is as old as the hills. But if Johnson, we, oh look at that! Hold on Canada. a second, Nolan Finley, how you doing? Come Hello, on, Nolan. I'm just watching the show. Just well, give us a there cameo. You go. Quick cameo. Look at this. Oh, we're back. How'd you get here? Hey, I don't know. Charlie. The miracle of TV. Nolan the man, Finley. The editorial page. The legend. Yeah, and the sharpest pen just in the state of Michigan. My uh, haircut next door. How you guys doing? We're what doing hair? great. Thank you. What have you been eating? Your hair. Come on, that's funny. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I said that to Ron Jeremy. I did. Okay, so. You're gonna cut $12 billion of revenue source? Yep. It's voodoo. No, it isn't. Oh, how? Well, how do you First come? of all, government's funded by the people. And you cited Ronald Reagan earlier. And his quote was, the only way to control government is to starve it. Right now, we have more money in Lansing than ever in the history of our state. Mm -hmm. Let me point out some things that are going on. As I was saying earlier, Snyder's last budget, 55.4 billion. This one roughly 77. 30% increase. 30% increase. If I give the people of Michigan back $12 billion, uh -huh. what's left? We have the largest budget in the history of the this state true, of Michigan. Brother, I gotta, hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 no, 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 you're right. It's, we're talking. This isn't okay. a debate. No, I'm not debating. I think, man, we got fake Biden money and we got fake sales tax money, right? Because we're getting more sales tax because of inflation. So when that settles down, when the Biden money's gone and the economy slows, we're gonna go back to 55. We're gonna, we're gonna be dreaming of the 12 we were pulling because you can never put a tax increase in. Well, Joe, you didn't have to replace it all. I mean, you gotta replace some of it. You look at other states, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, Washington. Washington, perhaps a bad example because they tax everything that moves, but you know, a, a, states that have ended their income tax have managed to fund their governments while they're growing. And, you know, it usually requires additional taxes. And, you know, I think it's a fair question to Kevin. What are the new places you'd look to for revenue? Where are the new places tax? you would look? Well, but here, Nolan, what you need to consider, the individual tax burden of a citizen in Michigan mm -hmm. compared to the individual tax burden of the nine states that don't have personal income tax. If we eliminate the personal income tax, six of those nine states still have a lower individual tax burden than a person in Michigan would. And the other three would be equal to the tax burden. So that implies to me that there's some fat. The next thing that we haven't calculated into this is we talk about inflation all the time. What's not going to go away ultimately is the wage increases. And those wage increases mm -hmm. have pushed people into a higher tax bracket. That's why Lansing is collecting more money than ever in the history. And how we spread that money and apply it 
for the benefit of the citizens is the key. That's interesting. So you're going to have, at some point, inflation is going to come down. Mm -hmm. But those wages are still going to be rising those and continue. Gonna, those jobs are going to disappear when the economy slows down. Well, you know, they may or they may not. And that's why I'm saying I think it's a little bit voodoo, just a big tax. Let's wait and see. You know what? That's why, I, for starters, I propose a year before I implement that and to work with the legislature because if they can brag about a billion dollars of pork in their budget, yes. the simple fact of the matter is there are 660 departments, 48,000 employees in the state of Michigan, one of the fastest growing costs of government in the country. Health and human services doesn't work. It's a third of the whole budget. You know what? Know As is work. education. And currently, 50% of our kids are roughly, roughly 50% are illiterate. And we're bragging about spending more money on yeah, education but thing. on kids who can't learn because they're illiterate. After inflation, the kids took a 5% cut. It's nothing to brag about. We're spending more than ever before. Not after inflation. Okay, uh, let's, let's wind it up, right? Abortion. We've got the all or nothing. We've got the 1931, no abortion, except the woman's going to die, no abortion. The thing that's just been presented for the referendum is basically it reads, can always have an abortion. There's a loophole for everything. Where are you? I'm in the middle. Like, I'd like to keep it the way it is. You know what I mean? Viability, the parents get notified. I just feel we're being pushed to the edge when most of us exist in the middle. Real simple, where are you with it? I happen to be pro-life. I have the same position as Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan, all right? And that was pro-life with exceptions. At the end of the day, here's what's wrong with... End of the day what? Come on, we got to wrap it. I, I, I'm wrapping. Okay. So... What's right in your world? If that constitutional amendment passes, I am sworn to uphold the laws of the state, whether I personally disagree with them or not. What I can't do is what this governor's done, and that is select which laws I want to enforce, select how I'm going to enforce them, change them as we go. That destabilizes the value of government, it destabilizes our country, and it's wrong. Okay, uh, finally, all the pinheads in media, <laughs> I watch it, I had to watch all the, man, the gun, the gun, just it's a gotcha. It's a gotcha thing, right? Uvalde's got nothing to do with it here, but here's how it works in Michigan. You want to buy a pistol? Doesn't matter if it's from the dealership or another person. You need a background check. That's Michigan law. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy a long arm, if you get it from a dealer, licensed dealer, you got to get a background check. Mm -hmm. If you buy it from another individual, you don't. Mm -hmm. Would you be open to closing that loophole since we already have background checks? I, I actually believe that there's value in the background check system. I do too, bro. Okay. Now... I want to be perfectly clear. I am a constitutional carry guy. And that doesn't mean that Open everybody care. carries a gun, but they have the right to if they choose. Sure. That's what America is based right. on. So the background checks, I think, are one step that should be considered. And there shouldn't be a loophole. Hey, I like that. Yeah. So just to be clear, like, yeah, you would... Look into maybe closing the long arm loophole between individuals, since that's how the pistols are sold. You get it if you go to a licensed yes or no, broker. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If you go to a licensed broker, you get a background check. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So between individuals, why not the same? Since that's how it works with pistols, 
that's a kind of a centrist thing. See that that could work. That could work for you, yeah. or it might not work for you. Yeah, no. I certainly don't see that as a huge infringement. We're uh, doing. Some on the far right may be angry about it, but we got to govern everybody. And if we can save one life because of a background check, you know what? I don't see it as that big of a detriment as long as it is applied appropriately by the government. Mm. And that's the real question. Do they apply it appropriately? Do you have a concealed pistol permit? Yes, sir. Yeah, me too. Kevin Rinke, the primary is August. August 2nd. I, please vote for me. You know what? <laughs> I will do good things for you if you allow me that opportunity. And I'm looking forward to serving not the position, not the power, but to serve the people of Michigan. And guess what? I'm gonna pay for lunch because rich guys always gotta pay for the lunch. Nobody ever buys you lunch. I'm gonna take you up on that. You're right. right. Very All rarely right. do people buy me lunch. Thank All you. Right. See ya. Back to you, Charlie. <laughs> well, that's the show, Mark. How'd it go, brother? Think we can be able to put it together? Sure, one way or another. All right. It'll only get better, right? It'll only get better. All right, live from downtown Detroit and nationwide is on via the No Bullshit News I Remember. Try to be good to one another. That's all we got. <laughs>